Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. God has given her an ability to help people change the narrative of their life. If you do not genuinely believe in prayer, then there's no point in doing it. Hindsight with God, you understand, but yeah, in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, so more can He do for you. My family and my husband and I sat in the store before we opened and we just prayed over the store and that we would unapologetically show the love of Christ. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's Word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast His love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him. And I don't know where you are in the rat race of today, whether you're rushing or slowing down, but no matter where we are, God is in control and we need him. And we have Jesus. If we are believers in Christ, we have Jesus. He is accessible to us right now. Thank you, God, for all you've given us. Today, we're going to get encouraged by Ashley Cochran Olson. She's the founder of Crowned for Ashes. This organization is very popular here in Pensacola, Northwest Florida, but people are listening to this all around the world. So what are you up to, Ashley? Hey, well, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, So Crown for Ashes exists to create opportunities for lasting connection to be built between people who are facing similar journeys of an, a, a lifestyle adapted by loss. So we kind of have two avenues that we serve, young widows being the first one, and then the other being um, military couples that have been impacted by the service members' illness or um, injury. So, um, this kind of all came about because I became a caregiver to my husband who was in the air force. Um, I was 27 when I became his full-time caregiver. He had a stroke after, um, uh, getting a heart valve infection on a deployment. And so my life changed radically, his life changed radically. And we really just didn't know anyone else that was walking through that season of life and, um, forming connections was so huge. And then, um, he passed away when I was 31. And so, um, I saw that same thing with young widowhood that really the need for walking in community with other people that could kind of understand what you're walking through was so huge. So that is how crown for ashes came about. Um, and we do that, that, that those opportunities for lasting connection come through retreats. Mm -hmm. So we, um, have hosted to date since our 
founding. We've hosted six retreats for young widows. We have two more this year. Um, and then we will, we're, we're forecasting to have six next year. So, um, we saw a little pause, like everyone else did, um, when COVID hit and we couldn't meet in person and things like that, we were founded in 2019. And so really in that next, that first next year, we had our first retreat and then COVID happened. And so we had to take a huge break. Um, and, but since then we're ramping back up and we're seeing, um, more retreats happening. And so that's super exciting. I love that you have so many throughout the year. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for the person who's listening to this, who thinks maybe they or a friend uh, can be encouraged by going to an event like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, usually we say how to connect with you later, but I did go to y'all's website before we started. And there's a lot of information about what you all do and who you're really trying to reach out to and get to come to these things. So how do you get people connected with not only finding out more about what you all do, but then, you know, sending that information out to others? Yeah. Well, so with the widows, our first touch point is that we send out what we call a care crate. So it has some, um, encouraging gifts, books that we found, um, helpful in the early days of widowhood, um, things that really point people back to Christ, um, included in there. And then we include some information about our organization, but really, um, the big thing that happens before someone comes to a retreat is we love to plug them into a discipleship group. So that's sort of like the first layer of getting connected. And what a discipleship group looks like is a small group of these women that are meeting, um, just like you and I are right now, um, because they're all over the country. And so they meet weekly or two times a month or whatever is working for their group. And they go through a study together. So one of the studies that we've done in the past is pain to purpose, which is put on by nothing is wasted ministries. Um, and it really just helps them to examine their loss in the light of the gospel and like how, um, the Lord uses, like intense suffering for our ultimate good and for the good of the kingdom and things like that. And so what happens when they come to one of our retreats is they already have um, the initial connection. So they sort of skip over that icebreaker, um, like awkward stage and just dive right into really forming deep connections and starting that work of deep healing. Um, And then we see that carry on after the retreat. So, um, and then as far as our military couples go, we're going to be having our first military couples retreat next year. So we haven't started that side of our ministry yet. We're working really hard towards that, but we are limited at this time by not having our retreat house built. And so, um, we really need an ADA friendly space to be able to do this. And most of the places that you find have maybe one room that meets that requirement. Um, so we are so excited. That's like what we're just like dreaming and working towards every single day is getting that space built. So before this interview, and I said this on the podcast several times before I, you know, start the conversation, I ask God to take over. I pray. I'm like, God, what do you want to say? Cause I don't really know. Like, what do you want to say? I don't <laughs> yeah. know, Ashley. Like I know of you through mm-hmm. friends, Don Barton. I know you do photography for yeah. like Emily lay come on, yeah. you know, <laughs> awesome stuff that you get to do and that you do and that you love Jesus but God, what do you want to say? And I, I just felt him be like, ask her what, what she does and ask her what she's doing and ask her what she hopes to do, because I've put something on her heart that is really cool. And as you say, building, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. 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 So our dream, the initial vision, and I, I always like, even now, so 
2018, this vision was placed on my heart by the Lord, just six months after my husband passed away to build this house where we could bring people and do this. And, um, even now I have to go like, Lord, you said that, right? Cause this is a really big deal. Like this is a really big thing. And I feel crazy every time I say it, but he is doing the things, right? So we're just working towards it. We're saying, yes, we're hosting retreats in rented spaces and doing the best that we can to steward what we have. But our ultimate dream is to build this luxurious retreat house where we can bring the couples, where we can bring the young widows in and do fellowship there. And what we want it to feel like is a luxury vacation, because what we are giving them is rest and recreation, but also something that they maybe can't afford in this new season of life, or just something that they really need to step away from those stressors of parenthood, those stressors of recovery, um, whatever those things are. My husband, Chris, and I saw that in our walk was that we, we looked at each other after going on a hunting trip. We were invited to go on an adaptive hunting trip. And that was so huge. We had no cell service. We're sitting in a boat waiting for the sun to come up in the middle of nowhere. And we were just like, Oh my gosh, when did we stop being husband and wife and start being warrior and caregiver? Like we need this back. Like we need this um, connection. And so we just really wanted to give that to people. And so um, this house is going to be that. So uh, an escape away from the day to day where you can rest and um, participate in recreation and fun things and enjoy this incredibly beautiful place where we live, but also do that alongside other people who are experiencing those similar struggles. So, um, we see this being a home away from home for people that, um, have those ADA needs, whether it be, um, whether it be that they are wheelchair bound or they've lost a limb, or we even have, um, we even want to, um, create an experience for people that are struggling with PTSD, that those environmental needs are met. So, um, people ask us sometimes, why can't we do this in a hotel hotels are ADA friendly, but it's just not creating that same sense of getting away from the world and that camaraderie and being just tucked away with the people that really can look at you and be like, I see you and I get what you're walking through. Right. And this is a house you're wanting to build in Northwest Florida, right? Yeah. So we have the land already. Awesome. Um, we bought um, a piece of land before my husband passed away because he and I together had this idea to bring other couples down one at a time. And it really wasn't until after he passed that I felt like the Lord was like, I'm still calling you to this. And this is what it's going to look like now. And it's going to be multiple couples and it's also going to be widows. And so we already had that piece of land. And since then we have bought the piece of land next store, which is so cool now to stand on because when my husband, Chris was alive, he pointed at that piece of land and said, one day we're going to have that too. And so like to be able to bring that to life after his passing was just like such a cool full circle moment. And I know that in five years and 10 years, we're going to be looking back at the stuff that we're trying to do right now and be like, we said this was going to happen. The Lord said this was going to happen. Yes. And give and giving God that credit is so huge because it's so easy easy to go in our day and say, I want that. I want that. Yeah. How about like hands up, surrender that to God, Lord, if it's your will, like, let's go, let's go. And then you can look back and say, God, you put that on my heart. God, you put that property on my heart. You put that on my husband's heart. And now look, and we will continue to surrender this to you and continue to serve you on this land. Cause yeah. And it's just about like getting more people to that house now so they can find the true hope because I can't imagine someone in your position, someone 
it, couples, even, you know, someone in your position and also couples yeah. about what they're feeling. And I know who Jesus is. Yeah. And so now it's just like, let me just get you to this vacation destination yeah. for restoration and relaxation and get you plugged into Jesus mm-hmm. and to soak yeah. up his goodness. And for the person listening, you may not have lost anything or you may have lost something small or big or whatever, but th- still the answer is Jesus. And so yeah. I I'm so excited to talk to you, Ashley more and just like to follow you now in this journey Thank and you. <laughs> for who's listening, like, let's go with you, you know, yeah. let's yeah. follow what you're doing and support what you're doing in prayer. And also, if you know someone who may benefit from what Ashley's doing, this is that episode you share with them because yeah. we're, we want to deliver the goodness of God, the hope of God, yeah. and we want to bring you God's word because that's what's true. And yeah. so we always ask every guest who comes on the podcast, what scripture is encouraging them in this season. So yeah. what's helping you right now? Can I share too? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. So, yes, yes. Okay. So our founding scripture is Isaiah 61, three, um, to those who grieve, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, the oil of joy, instead of mourning a garment of praise, instead of a spirit of despair. And like, that is, is our founding verse, but it's also like what we stand on at every single retreat, because it is so easy in the face of loss to turn away from God. I spent six months wrestling with God. Who are you? Like, I just don't know if I can believe that you are who you say you are anymore after this, like you could have changed it and you didn't. And I walked through all this and then he just died. Like, so, um, I, we, we really stand on that foundational verse. And when we bring, um, people into our retreats, we actually have them an exercise that we do is they write out the lies that the enemy has written on the walls of their hearts. And we burn those and we, we find truth in scripture. And so, um, that is a really, really important verse that I'm standing on every single day. Um, and the other one is Psalm 127:1, which is unless the Lord builds the house, the builders build in vain. And we just keep praying that prayer. Like, Lord, we want to do this, but we know that you are doing it. Like you are building the house. We, people ask us all the time. So like, how much money do you need? And we're like, we only need like $2 million. It's not that big of a deal, but like, (laughs) he's going to do it. So when I start to stress out about like, that's a lot of money, (laughs) like a lot of money. Yes. It doesn't matter because this was not my idea. This is not like a thing that I cooked up. I just said yes. And people are saying yes alongside me and, and linking arms with us every day and running alongside us towards this goal. And, um, we've had some huge wins this year and we really have felt the Lord pushing us to step into this next season of raising the money to build this house. And so, um, I go back to this verse day after day, um, and, and stand on the truth of it. So I was just Googling scriptures about doing the right thing. Like you Mm -hmm. see something in front of you. God has planted the seed in your heart. Like have faith, like trust me, let's go. Let's seek seek Jesus. And I I was just Googling this and I'm just going to read it. I don't, it says Isaiah chapter one, verse 17, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, plead Mm. the widow's cause. Yeah. There's so many places in the Bible that he commands us to love the orphan and the widow. It really, he really has a special place in his heart for loss. 
expression. But how wild is that? Like for the person listening, like I pray that right now you're a sponge and you're just soaking in this verse, Isaiah chapter one, verse 17, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression. Like that's hard. Mm -hmm. Bring justice to the fatherless, plead the widow's cause. The only thing I know to encourage the person listening is just to lead in love and to lead in God's love, which comes from his word. You know, how do you, how do you apply loving on the people who come to you just to the practice that you're running? If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I can say this, like the darkest days of my life are the days that I felt the Lord, the nearest, like he is nearer in no time than he is when your heart is broken. Like he is so intimately acquainted with grief. And so he gives us who have experienced that the ability to relate to others. And we were, we were made to be in relation with others. And so like, just to be able to look at somebody and, and like it not compare, but just listen and hear their hurt. And like, I see you, like, I I'm I, I know what you're walking through, like in a different way, maybe, but, um, just to like be able to empathize and authentically share your story with someone is so powerful. It is so powerful. That word that you just used empathy is so huge. And that's something that even in the business world is crucial. Yeah. You know, you know, God's empathetic to us. He's our father. I see that on your website, you have a book that you recommend by Tim Keller. Yeah. And I I love Tim Keller. He's great. He has a podcast. It's a lot of his older sermons from when he was a pastor. I highly recommend it. Um, But something that he said recently in one of his messages was, you know, God is our father. He's our shepherd. And say you have a kid and your kid is thirsty at night. And they need a glass of water. The dad's going to go get them something to drink the yeah. same with our heavenly father. We go to him all that to say, like Tim Keller's awesome. And I love yeah. that you have his books on your website. Yeah. You also have several other books and several other items that are in that care package. Mm-hmm. Is that something that is available to everyone or how does someone receive one of those care packages in such a hard time? Yeah. So if somebody, um, knows of a young widow, they can just go on our website and click the link there to submit, um, a request for one. And we are so fortunate that we've had so many churches partner with us and help to cover the cost of those. So we will send one out when we get the information about someone we will send one out. And that's usually the first touch point that we have with a new young widow is she receives, um, a care crate from us because someone else knew about us and took the time to submit her information to us. That's great. And then, um, that's how they get connected with the discipleship groups after Mm -hmm. that. Right. Yeah. They can also go on our website and, um, fill out a form to be contacted about, um, joining a discipleship group, or we're even getting ready to launch a new option, which is kind of, um, for people who aren't quite ready to lean in that hard yet, um, to processing everything, maybe they're newer to their loss and they're just not quite ready where, um, we have like a study that's going to launch out. And so we really are trying to reach people where they're at, um, with different options. And then there are just a lot of resources on our website for people who are grieving and maybe, um, just want to sit with it on their own for a little bit, um, before joining a group. I love that you all are continuing to encourage people through different 
ways. I want to say platforms, yeah. but just you're like, oh, okay, I can do this. And this is another way that I can reach someone who's hurting and needs yeah. the word of God and needs that support and community. Okay. We're going to do that. I mean, is it a big team of you all, or, I mean, how are all these ideas like coming into fruition yeah. and then just like happening? How would you explain that? Um, the Lord, <laughs> no, it's a small team. We don't have any paid staff. We have, um, five members on our board of directors and then I'm the executive director. So I'm not a voting member of the board, but the six of us work together to make all the things happen. And then we have volunteer teams. Like we have a, um, a care crate committee who packs all of the um, care crates and prays over each one as they go out and things like that. Um, and people that help with with different things. Um, you know, we, we have a, a real estate agent and a lawyer who give us their time, which is so incredible and, and things like that. And really just like tapping on people, um, in the places that they are gifted to help us is how we get things done. Right. That's good. If people want to give to your organization, how do you recommend they do that? So they can go directly to our website and make a donation. If that's how they choose to give, there are a couple of different ways they can give directly to care crates or they can give to, um, our day-to-day operations, our building, um, to retreats, things like that. But, um, we appreciate every single dollar and everybody's talent and treasures. We often ask for, um, shop owners or designers or makers around the time of our retreats, we'll have people donate gifts to the women. Cause we really just want to like lavishly spoil them at the retreat. Yeah. Just, just give them like so many things to just love <laughs> on them. Um, and, and people are always so gracious in that as well. Last thing. Um, is there anything that you could share with us? I want to say a transformation story, but yeah, I, the picture I just got in my head was, um, the renewal of our minds, yeah, you know, like there's freedom and surrendering and asking God to lead us. Like, is there any testimony quickly, you know, that you could share with us to encourage us from one of your retreats where someone's mind has been changed from what God has led you to do through crowned for ashes? Oh my gosh. I can think of so many. I feel like we have such a powerful moment at every single retreat, but I will say this. I, for myself, like coming from the place of God, I just don't know if I believe in you anymore to like, are you really asking me to do this to like, how in the world am I equipped to lead these other women? I'm not a professional widow. Like I didn't want to be this. So just to really be able to relate to every single person that comes through the door of like, this is not the life they choose. They chose and they wouldn't choose it if they had the option, but like knowing, like I said, that the Lord is never nearer than in our darkest moments, like that nearness to the Lord is Like I think about it often, like how close I felt him in those moments and he's here all the time, but, um, he will really pour it out. And like, just believing as the word says that like, he will work all things together for our good, which means that our best days are not behind us. So even though my story looks different than I planned or than I could have chosen, Mm -hmm. like he has restored me and the relationship that I have with the Lord. Now I would not give back to go back to that life. And so I see that time and time again with the women who walk through these retreats. Um, and I think that, um, the outside world may look at like, well, you'll, you're so young, you'll get married again. And I have gotten married again. And the Lord has blessed me with another husband. And I couldn't, 
even imagine the way that my heart could grow to love someone else. But, um, that's not the restoration that we're searching for. Like that's Mm -hmm. not a replacement. And that's not the thing that, um, I think people think that that's like the end game of healing, but it's not. And time and time again, we see women come away from the retreats and they just are like, I never knew the Lord. Like I do now. And that's the goal. Like that's what we're looking for. Restoration. Yeah. So many people are seeking it this day and age, but true restoration, true rest, true peace comes from surrendering everything. Yeah. Everything. Even your plans for Christmas decorations and fall decorations, like, like even in the little things, the little and the big things, your finances, your dreams, your hopes, everything, what you're going to plan for dinner next week on a Thursday. I don't know, like surrender it to God and ask him, God, what's your will? What do you want me to do? You know, I trust you. I trust you. (laughs) Yeah. That is just as you tell your story, you have been seeking God through this. And I'm so grateful that even in your times of tribulation, you were seeking God to tell us here today, like to be able to say, to be able to say here today that God was with me and God is near to the brokenhearted. And I just so appreciate you, Ashley. We've never met in person, but I know we're going to, we're going to meet one day. I know it. You, we have too many mutual, like, I know Dawn. I love her. She's, she's awesome. And she's been on twice. So, it- oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, oh, another book. Come on back, girl. Come on. <laughs> well, thank you, Ashley, for your time. And sure. uh, at the end of every podcast, we always pray Father, decrease us and increase you. In Mm -hmm. Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders, to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi y'all, this is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>